pretty good, pretty strong. You can get hold of them at 888-201-4201. All right, we always get the weather update. It's Finally, it's schools. Schools are closed. Schools are closed. Birthday alert number two. They wanted to make sure she would not get the announcement. So once today? again, once again, happy birthday to my daughter because both birthdays fall on Tuesday, and they give her the eh. She gets to stay home. She gets to stay home. So you have to you have to throw the party. I get it on. I said to my children, "How lucky are you guys? If they're not going to announce it on school, I'm going to announce it on the radio." What's, what's, right, what's it's 50, going, is it 50 degrees outside? That's what they do here. They cancel school in the morning when it's 20, and then by 12 noon it's 50. <laughs> Who's making these decisions? It's unbelievable. I got one thing to say to you off the sub. They're banging Buffalo with huge. Um, what is going on with this line move? Uh, Did you look at the screen? Uh, what is this? Fourteen and eleven against a twenty and five team. The line opens up at ten. It's almost down to seven and a half in some places. Buffalo is actually a pretty competitive team. I think they've surprised people. They lost their best player Moss uh, at the beginning of the year. He got kicked off the team. They've actually been pretty surprising. I mean, their record's not outlandish. I mean, like you said, fourteen and eleven, but they're very competitive in these games. So I, I can kind of see the money coming in. I mean, when I look at little obscure schools like that and I see these huge line moves, and obviously I'm always looking at a school like that because of uh, your love and you're from there, and I say, well, what's going on? And, uh, you know, we were talking on my video yesterday at johnsyndicate.com about the curse of being ranked in the top five and being cocky. Uh, last week, you know, St. Mary's 15-0 and at home, Maryland, Maryland 15-0 at home, and then they get ranked up there number two, and then eh, they get blown out. I was trying to get the money line on, whis- on whiskey. You know, they don't even offer it a lot of places. I, I noticed that these they just they got no heart. These books they pull them off the board. Mike, there's crazy. Uh, Mike, I was thinking of you guys over the weekend. There were two games because you always talk about uh, that, and with a lofty menu to choose from, you focus on second half wagers. There were a couple of games Saturday that were unbelievable. You had Georgetown was down 26, catching four points, and came all the way back and covered the number. They they had nothing left in the tank to win the game. And then you had Monmouth, who had a big lead at the half, and they coughed it up on the road at Ryder. But if you've got faith in decent teams that are way out of a game, you have to look long and hard at those kind of teams. Because I'll guarantee you, uh, you know, both Ryder and both uh, Georgetown covered the second half number easily. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, Providence was up big in that game, and, as you see now that they're rounding the corner and they're going into these conference tournaments, the teams don't really care as much about really covering the line. They just need to win and just get by to get a better seat because they know the big, the big action is going to come in the next few weeks and not over the weekend. So they're not worried about covering these big numbers. Even if they're up big, they're just coasting it in the second half. And, John, I tell you what, bud, you know, this is, you got about a two-week window here before the conference tournaments will start, and we'll talk about that in a moment. But I'm just telling people, be wary of laying big numbers at, <laughs> at, at this right. time of year, and I'll tell you why. Because once you get the tournament play now, in the postseason, teams get serious. But this last window, when teams are, you know, trying, you know, they're saying, oh, you lay 14, lay 15. This is the last window of an opportunity that all these coaches – as big favorites 
have the opportunity to reward the kids deep on the bench and let them get in there if they got an 18-20 point lead with three minutes to go. It's their last chance. These kids practice. They're part of the team. But those kids are going to be gonzo in two weeks. And all of a sudden, they're going to give those kids some three, four-minute opportunities at the end of the season to reward them. And all of a sudden, that can cost you a bet. Oh, and it, I've seen it happen over and over and over again. Yesterday was a rare night, as I was telling uh, Mike. We did a video analysis breakdown of these two 15-0 teams. Both of them cover in easy fashion. Virginia was actually tied up at halftime. Then they blew them out in the second half, and Kansas just rolled through. And they, you know, but that's a very rare scenario where both teams just rolled because we actually had St. Mary's um, in the first half on Saturday night after their first loss. We knew that they wanted to come out strong, lay the 11 in the first half, and then they almost gave the game away, laying that 18 points on Saturday night, and almost didn't even win the game at all. And this is this, uh, a perfect scenario about how you have to trade the game within the game, either on the first half or in the in the second half. You know, so, you know, there's no doubt. And I would even say, Mike, that, you know, the other thing, uh, too, you know, some of these smaller conferences, all of a sudden you look at, at some of these games that will be coming up, there are teams that are playing, and you wouldn't give me maybe give them a second look, but you got teams that are playing, all of a sudden you get a head-to-head matchup, and that could be the difference between getting a bye – uh, in the first round of a conference tournament or playing the top seed, all of a sudden, even though it seems like a nothing game for two lower-tier teams in a conference, they're monster games in terms of what happens in two weeks. Well, absolutely. I mean, and we've been looking at this and tracking it all season. A lot of these teams have terrible against the road straight up, but against the spread, they're actually pretty good. It matters in these games, especially now, like you say, when it comes down to tournament time, They want to get the opportunity of getting the better seed. They want to get the buy. And in the end, they want the opportunity to really get the big number so they're not really getting the, you know, basically their fan base coming over there and not getting the opportunity long term, which in reality on those neutral courts is a big difference being the spreads are going to be lower once those conference tournaments begin. And, John, I tell you what, bud, like I said, I'm an eyeball guy, and, like, I love – uh, like the World uh, Golf Championships, the match play. When you get to watch a guy play and he turns around and plays the next day and, and you get to watch the current form of two guys and you might find a soft number. The same thing exists when we get to these conference tournaments. Some of these smaller schools and all the games are going to be on TV, but you're watching them and you, you know maybe spot something and they roll right back and play the very next day. There are real legitimate opportunities when you get to watch these teams, and the players are going to want to get involved because they're watching all these games. Yeah, and and what I usually do is when I look at good teams against bad teams, when I look at the early line movement, when I see a reverse line move, like uh, you'll see the teams with real good records, like Valpo against Cleveland State. Valpo didn't cover the last time they played. Now you see the line goes up instead of going down, and you, but they're on the road. And we know that that home team advantage does make an advantage. I'm always suspect of laying double digits on the road. So when I look at a team like Valpo playing against Cleveland State, you know, I see that that's a square game because you look at a team like Valpo, they're 12-1 and at home, but on the road, it's a completely different scenario straight up. And so on the road, they're 9-4. and They've had, They're 21-5, and but the 90% of their losses are where? They're on the road. So why do I want to lay double digits on a game like that on the road? Well, I'm not not getting involved in that game. But I would just say specific to Valpo, right now with bracketology, Valpo is projected to be a 12 seed, which means 
they're a good team because we know the 5-12 matchups, there's always an upset. Valpo's a good team. But, again, that kind of fits the profile of what we just talked about. You're getting an inflated right. number, and if Valpo Correct. could have a 20-point lead. They can win. It doesn't mean they got to cover Right, but, no, but what I'm saying, like, and I'm not saying it's going to happen, but it, it, it's an example. Valpo could have a 20-point lead, playing 15-and-a-half, and with three minutes to go, let's put the biology major in. Listen, they're only 7-5 and five on the road against the spread the whole season. They're only up two games. So, you know, when I look at a game like that, I say, you know, let them push that game up. Let them push it up. Let them, I hope it goes up even more until game time. Late is great. Then I come in and I snag the dog late and see if I can get a little extra. You love this word, Brian, value. Yeah, very good. Very good. Thanks for nothing. What's the weather right now? It's gorgeous. Don't come here. <laughs> when are you oh coming? my lord when are you coming back it's like 70 i will be in the studio with you next tuesday and we'll be calling mike in frigid baltimore on the phone and we'll say it's 50 is, he there? is he there it's 50 degrees i might frigid. be wearing a tank top now, you know, listen this weather you never know listen mike, let's talk mike, about some if, com- he, if he leaves if he leaves it'll be 72 next week Absolutely. I know it. Listen, it will be 72 in Baltimore because I'll be in Vegas and I'll be wearing a sweater in Vegas. Now, listen, let's talk about some matchups. Like tonight, when you look at these compelling matchups, these these ranked teams, and you look at uh, Iowa State against Baylor, for instance, 13 at at number uh, 25, do these matchups excite you? They don't really excite me. I go go for the little schools, which I'm just curious, you know, on your end, uh, Brian, you know, because, like, I was looking at a game like uh, last night, wink, wink, you know, the over in the monitor. Game and when I see how they make the numbers so very close, 149, 150, and it lands right there around the number, you know it it makes you wonder. You I, know what I mean? Well, does it excite me? No, I, I think Ohio State, Michigan tonight that excites me. I think that will be a good game, and, I, and to get kind of get an eyeball test. I love Beeline, the coach for Michigan. Uh, I'll watch that. But I would say this to you: uh, a game. You see, don't bet a game because it's the game that's on TV. But last night got involved. Uh, because I had recently had a play on an Oklahoma State game and, and, and watched part of that over the weekend. They were atrocious. And even though they had a five-point lead against Kansas in the first half, there wasn't a doubt in my mind Kansas was going to take them to the woodshed because they're just flat-out bad. So every now and again, the fact that a game's on TV, if you can draw on some previous experience, you might find an opportunity there. Right. Yeah, and uh, real quick to jump over to my Washington Capitals, who are forty and ten, and let's call a spade a spade. They're going to probably win the Stanley Cup, right? <sighs> we were just talking about. Come on, you, you don't. Hey, let me rub it in. You a know, no, you know what? Honest, honestly, Bruce Marshall. What are you going to say, St. Louis Blues? No, 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 no. I, I think whoever comes out of the West wins. I'll just say that. I think the West is better than the East. But when I see a number like this, Washington minus one fifty, one thirty-five at home. I don't like to lay the chalk, but it looks like such a cheap price. You know, you're the hockey guy, and I say to myself, you know, I don't like to lay chalk. I like to look for that dog value. But, you know, to me, that's where I see the value. I also see value when I look at games like Buffalo. At Ottawa, they almost it's like parity. You know, they're only five games below 500. Why would I want to ever lay with a team one game below 500, 150, all with Ottawa. It makes no sense. Well, and I would just say this, and, and I guarantee you most people don't know this. They don't they pay attention to it that closely. Uh, Evander Kane's not going to play uh, in the game tonight because he went to the NBA All-Star game and didn't get back in time, so they're sitting him out, one of their better players tonight. But no one would think this, but in the division, seven of the last eight games in the division, the Sabres have uh, you know, gotten points. 
So they, I mean, they, and, and the goaltender Leonard's going back against his old team. So it stands to reason they get a competitive effort, and that's a tough one. I agree with you. Right. Okay. Yeah. So I was just wondering, you know, like me, I don't, I see a lot of parity in the, you know, but when I look at teams like Washington, you know, 40 and 10, 30 games over 500, it's like a gravy train there. Well, no, and then you, then you had like Chicago laying three bucks yesterday, and they slaughtered the Leafs. I mean, the only way you'd even look at playing a game like that uh, would be laying the puck line. But I think totals are the way to go, uh, guys. You, you can you just find certain these matchups where um, they have a track record of playing a certain way against each other, and then you get the out of conference games late in the year. Teams are going to start hating. Teams are going to end up meeting in the playoffs. But you get teams playing out of conference games. You know, there's no hate built up there. Those are the game, kind of games that can go over the total. Hey, Mike, I, I know you know you've been you've been jumping all over the soccer too, right? Oh, man, it's been incredible. And a, a lot of these leagues that we're playing across the pond, the games start at, at these ridiculous times on the weekends, 8 a.m. on the Eastern Standard Time out here on during the weekdays or during the day. It's easy to pick up the cash during the middle of the day. That's the advantage. And with our soccer syndicate, we've been on fire. It just started right after football season ended, so football is in prime time. And I want to tell you something, even though, real quick, Brian, even though there's no lottery in Vegas, I went to go buy a lottery ticket today. 2 16 16. It's sold out in the state of Maryland. <laughs> that happens you can't even time. buy it. That happens all the time. That happens everywhere. You know, when Can you believe that? Once a year, 2 16 16. We'll have to well, wait, look it, for the, the congruent like, number next year. It's like getting shut out at the window when the horse race is going to go. You know it's going to win. Yeah, exactly. Uh, hey, Mike, back to the soccer for just a moment. Uh, the lion's share of, of and I, hey, whatever it is, it is. But is the lion's share what you do? Are sides? Do you, do you ever get involved with the totals in soccer? Totals, we try to stay away from to an extent because a lot of times when a when a team loses a player, and they get a red card. It's pretty much a free for all. So it's really to take in the goal line or even just the money line in itself, knowing what kind of tournament they're in. Just because a team is playing doesn't mean that they're playing in their own league. They could be playing in a tournament in their, you know, in their actual region. So especially with the Champions League and other tournaments, the bit. So it's. There's the first leg and the second leg, so a lot of teams don't even need to pick up the win where they'll just be happy with a point and a tie. you really got to take that into effect, and that's why knowing the information and knowing what's, what's playing that day and what type of situation they're in plays a big picture in the outcome. 888-201-4201, johnsyndicate.com. Check out the cool website. Uh, Mike, enjoy John's absence. We will enjoy John's presence when he's in studio with us next week. Have a safe trip, bud. We'll see you Tuesday. Absolutely. All right, guys. See you next week, buddy. Have a great Have day, a fellas. All right, check it out, johnsyndicate.com. Don't forget the show's archive for you, sportsbookradio.com. Thanks to Brett Grant. Um, good chat with Bruce Marshall as well and John from, and Mike from johnsyndicate.com. Oh, we got Chuck Esposito, Bob Scucci, Mark Lawrence, on. Tony Miller, the big man from the Golden Nugget. We'll check in with him. The 52 Friday Concert Series continues this Friday. Hey, I'll tell you what, real quick, fast fingers to be rewarded. Another pair of Gordy Brown tickets. Give us a call, 702 702- 221-7283. 221-7283 for a pair of Gordy Brown tickets down at the Golden Nugget. Thursday, we're over at Oasis 4955 South Decatur with Vinny Maliolo. Check out the great gaming promotions, the banquet room, all the cool things they got going on over there. Our home away from home on Thursdays. We love going over there, and we'll be there with Vinny on Thursday. Folks, have a wonderful day. Thanks to Alan, as always, for a job well done. And thank you for joining us on Sportsbook Radio AM 1400 KSHP. 
place to shop and save in Las Vegas is right here on AM 1400, KSHP North Las Vegas. The Be Connected Mobile Sports app now gives you access.